0: Pilates, chicks, and it's the end of the year episode, as if you can't from you can tell from that introduction. <laughs> <laughs> so it's our final season four episode, episode 17. Seventeen. It's our Q&A. Yeah. Yeah. But we kind of wanted to chat a little bit because it's been quite a year, and we wanted to thank all our listeners. Yeah. And so, all the great feedback and questions, and it's just been, we're still having fun. Which is the po- whole point. The whole point. Because what did we say? We said we would only do this if it was fun. Yeah. No stress. Yep. And we weren't worried about how many people. And yeah. It
1: was more just fun and listening. Just wanting to share our discussions. Yeah. That we have anyway. <laughs> that
0: we have anyway. Um, but we had some kind of interesting things that we found out about our podcast this year.
1: It was super fun. Super fun. With the Spotify wrap-up stuff that everyone's getting into it's super fun to see um we found out that we are being streamed in 12 countries 12 countries now that could be one
0: person in each country we don't know yeah
1: one or one person traveling Traveling around (laughs) each country (laughs) but it says 12 countries 12 countries our 68 percent of our streams are from the united states yes and the other top country is singapore See, I didn't. I wouldn't think that. I know. I'm excited. Ooh, super interesting. In Singapore. We could do a workshop in Singapore. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone in Singapore? We're available. And thank you for our 5.0 rating.
0: Yes, we're super, super excited fun. about that. Yeah. And then, oh, they even told us what our most um, streamed episode was.
1: Yeah. So our top episode is our season three episode two, discussing Pilates queuing, discussing if there is a right way and a wrong way. And what queuing is. episode? It's a really good episode. A lot of people have given us good feedback on that because queuing such a hot topic, debated thing in Pilates. Yeah, like you have to be this and that. And... What are you supposed to say? What's right? What's wrong? Um, is there a right or wrong? We answered it. I think. <laughs> well, our answer was essentially: there's no direct answer to that. No, right. Cause every single client is
0: different that you're yeah. dealing with.
1: And, um, I think our, our main thing was just have a conversation with your client. Yeah. Queuing is a conversation. That was our main take-away. That was our
0: quote, I think for that episode. From yeah. yeah I, so. I love that. Queuing is a conversation.
1: It's just a nice simple way to just kind of streamline it. Just have a conversation with the client. Mm-hmm. What are they doing? What do they need to do? What do they need to focus on? What do they need to not focus on? What are they on? discovering?
0: What are they challenged mm-hmm. by? Yeah. Because I love that question when you're working with someone. It's like when they make a little grimacey face, or you see them kind of looking like they're confused, and you're like, What do you find challenging right now? And there's always an answer, and you're Mm -hmm. like, and then they're like, I feel really challenged by that, and you're like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Again, gives you more information.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing. It's a conversation, conversation. and it's getting information from the teacher to the client, from the client to the teacher, back
0: and forth. And then what was the other one? It was our most shared, right? So our
1: most shared episode was season four, episode three about the bored client. (laughs) (laughs) Are they really bored? Either. Are they bored? How to deal with them? What if they say, I'm bored? This is boring. Um, and that's you're another boring. one that a lot of teachers deal with. Yes. And we got a lot of feedback on that one, too, because mm-hmm. it's like
0: everyone's been there. Yeah. Every single teacher. I don't care if you're fresh out of the box teaching or yeah. been teaching a long time. It's like it just happens. Yeah. Or they just
1: look bored. Yeah, or they're not giving you, again, that feedback that back and forth feedback, they're kind of a blank wall. It's hard to find out from them what they're feeling and they're just not engaging, not engaging.
0: But those were, we're super excited. Cause that was, so, I, I mean, I get the Pilates Q cause I love that episode. Yeah. Cause I think it's so like, there's just so much. Everyone has an
1: opinion about it. Yeah. There's so much there.
0: But I think also I wanted to like kind of, before we get into our questions is I love the fact that the feedback we're getting and the comments we're getting it are positive. It's it's like not mm-hmm. not argumentative. Even if someone has a different view yeah. or a different opinion, we're not getting these argumentative, it's more like, oh that was really interesting and I feel that it's it's just again this conversation.
1: It's a discussion. It's a and discussion. That's, that's what we hope to help foster with this in the yep. Pilates community. Being able to have the, more of those conversations when people disagree about something, but then you can share why you think something different or oh I can see why you okay. think that and Yeah. Instead of there just being it's this way or that way and that's it. Yeah. And that way's wrong and mine's right.
0: <laughs> because again, we're talking about teaching to the body in front of us and so yeah. We were kind of going through this with low back stuff and
1: too much to get into
0: right now. But yeah, it's like, (laughs) what's best for the client?
1: Yeah, what works for them? And there might be, for anything, there might be some guidelines, like here's three, like for this exercise, there's this, this, and this that you should maybe do. Uh But maybe for this client, none of those work and you have to find something else. Yeah, because it doesn't work for that body.
0: Yeah. Or their, their thought process
1: it doesn't translate to them, mm-hmm. like how they're thinking of the exercise or how it's working for them on their body. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, yay! that yeah. was exciting. So we're very excited. We're heading into, this is our last episode of 2023 <laughs> and we've got our whole list for 2024. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we got a lot of questions and it's funny because we took a lot of the questions and we just applied them to our next podcast, yeah. because they all kind of went into that vein of boundaries with clients, hard discussions, hard discussions with clients, kind of that vein. So for those that sent those questions in, that's where you're going to hear the discussion. Hear them. First episode. First episode. <laughs> after after of, the holidays. After the holidays. In January. So I think, um, do you want to go with the, the one from Anya, the teaching one? Yeah. So, are we ready? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, and I'm, I, we're, we're verbatim because we don't have the, <laughs> the question right in front of us, but basically she's in teacher training almost kind of over halfway and getting into that teaching aspect of it and having guinea pigs and assisted teaching and wanted to hear from us kind of our own experience of that fear when you start teaching. Yeah. And the confidence. Because what she says when she's practicing and observing and kind of watching, that her self-talk is like very confident. She's like, oh, I know, and da-da-da-da-da. But then a body gets in front, and that confidence just drops. Yeah. And so we kind of wanted to talk about not only in the teacher training, but also in your journey as a teacher.
1: Yeah, and it's super common. I mean, for people to feel fear with starting teaching, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, even for more experienced teachers, uh, starting with a new client or starting in a new space, teaching yep. at a new, new studio, experience. Mm-hmm. new surroundings, um, inheriting oh, a client yeah.
0: from another teacher—that's that's. that's, that's a- the shake up the confidence. That
1: always feels a little nerve-wracking the first couple of sessions with the client if it's a new client for you, but they've been working with another teacher.
0: Mm-hmm. Who doesn't, you know, obviously each teacher has their own style, their own way of speaking, their own cues. And then the client's like, well, so-and-so does it this way. <laughs> right
1: <laughs> And even if they don't say that, like, I feel like as teachers, we think, think that, that in that our head. head. Like, yeah. oh, what if they do it this way or that way? Or what if they don't like this style? Mm-hmm. So I think that's, that can sometimes help people's fear knowing that everybody's always a little afraid.
0: Yeah. And I think it's good to have that fear, like not paralyzing fear, but it's good to have that fear because a, it means you care a you're, you're in it. Yeah. You're not just, you know, as I call it, uh, what is it? Flight attendant
1: teaching. Oh, just like going through going the motions. Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, I think there's that fear. There's those fears of your first pregnant client. Um, I remember the first time I got, I was teaching in the studio and it was the first client I got that had a knee issue Mm. and I'd never worked with a name with a knee issue and the studio owner was like, you'll be fine. And I was like, Oh my God, (laughs) I'm going to break them. Um, so it's it's all of those too. Your first, your first, yeah.
1: First experience with various different orthopedic issues, um, different personalities. Yep. So it's always those those first, And I think, I mean, the number one thing is uh, practice and just getting those experiences. Because the more we see more and more and more clients, the less... Um, it shakes the confidence. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think you still have that, like, oh, are they going to like me? Oh, well, are they going to enjoy yeah. Pilates with me? That kind of thing. But that Definitely. confidence ground shaking yeah. gets more stable.
1: Yeah. Uh, you start to realize... Yeah, I know. I know what I'm talking about, and I, people, my clients do like me, and mm-hmm. not every client is going to like every teacher. We're not going to fit with everyone, and you start to realize that that's okay, mm-hmm. and honestly, that's needed because if every client came and stayed, we wouldn't have any variety, space for anybody. Yeah, <laughs> yes. there'd be too many clients. <laughs> so <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's true, but I also think it's like when she talked about. Um, also, that kind of moment when you're teaching, and you feel that I think you hit on it when you said knowing that you know what you're doing, mm-hmm. and I think that really is like if, if you take a breath and go, you know what I know, I know what I'm doing. I'm I'm keeping this client safe. I know mm-hmm. I've been through training. I know what I'm doing. That kind of helps as well. I think it's yeah. when you're feeling lost,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and especially in the beginning, you are because you're in teacher training. It's all new. So, yeah, there's that feeling of being lost and not quite knowing. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the more, like you said, when you get out and then start teaching real people in terms of being in a space, that confidence just comes because you're like, I do know what I'm doing. When you're in teacher training, you're like, I'm not sure I know what I'm doing. I don't
1: know what I'm doing. Oh, Um, (laughs)
0: shit. We got got knocked off. Not by you.
1: (laughs) So, And so I think you were making me think of two things. One was, I remember one of, um, our shared friends who finished her training and started teaching. And then I remember her saying that when she, um, when she got her, uh, certificate of completion that she felt very like this, this boost of confidence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Just then, that
0: paper is like, oh, yeah, yes.
1: Just that, like, okay, maybe I do know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So just finishing that part, she said she felt so much more confident. And then maybe a year, year and a half after she finished. Yeah, cause she didn't want
0: to, which I totally get, and most people are this way. It's mm-hmm. like you went through teacher training a whole year. It was a lot. It's a lot. And you don't want to then turn around and sit for the MPCP exam. test yeah. exam. She's like, I need a
1: moment. Yeah, <laughs> and I think I did that too. So I waited maybe a year and a half or so before taking the MPCP, um, exam for like a few different reasons. And I think that's a good amount of time and to yeah. take your time. And so she was saying then that after she was then, not only was she then getting a year and a half of more experience, but then once she got the MPCP, um, certificate that then she felt very confident and that boosted her confidence even yeah. more.
0: Yeah. And I think that's, that's key there, right? Just like someone validated.
1: Yeah. It's a validation. You're teaching.
0: Yeah. You know, and it's like you graduated the teacher training program and it's like, here, you did it. It's complete. You graduated. Yeah. And then you're like, yay. And then you sit down for this test and you're like, oh my God. Yeah. Then there's, oh my God. And then, and then, yay, you pass. It's like, it's a, yeah. like she said, it was like a full circle moment. Yeah.
1: It's completing that cycle and now you feel like a fully fledged teacher and you feel, okay, I I feel validated that I do know what I'm talking about. Now, that being said, we still then do feel this fear at times, but it's, it's different once you feel like grounded and rooted in being a teacher and having started having those experiences.
0: Yeah. And I think also you, you brought up a good point is like, it keeps getting like that confidence kind of shaken. Like when you go into a new studio and you're the new teacher Mm -hmm. or you go into a you know, you get a, a, a student or a client that's, like, maybe a little more abrasive, and you're like, oh, my gosh, and they kind of yeah. scare you. And, <laughs> and you're like, oh, my gosh. Um, those moments. It's like, but just knowing, hey, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm going to be okay.
1: Yeah. And, it, and that self-talk really does help. Um And, and you made me think of, um, like, what we like to say about being authentic uh-huh. in your teaching. And so if you're continuing to teach true to yourself and to the client in front of you, what they need and how you need to guide them, then you also tend to feel more confident because you're not trying to be, be something somebody else. you're not. Yeah. You're not trying to do certain exercises that you're not confident teaching or you don't believe in teaching or whatever it is. Um, if you're being true to yourself and to your client, then that's yeah the number one thing.
0: I think people talk about this whole imposter syndrome thing. Mm-hmm. And to me, that is, is is you just not being your authentic self.
1: Yeah, that's because, part of
0: it. Because you feel that I'm not being myself.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, because I do think if you get that self-chatter of, I do know what I'm doing, mm-hmm. then that can also take that a bit. But I remember being in teacher training, and there was this teacher... That oh my gosh, she talked so fast <laughs> and she was so handsy, like deep punching into your belly oh, God. and like move away from my hand. And the anatomy that flew out of her mouth in the amount of time was like, <laughs> how is she doing this? And I didn't even know. And I thought, I'm never gonna be able to do that. Mm. But then I realized, oh, I don't have to do. you don't that. have to That's not your style. That's not my style. Um, But yeah, when you're new and you're like, that's the teacher in the studio, right? That's the one you're supposed to like look up to and Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, That was intimidating. And you're like, your confidence is like, I'm never going to be able
1: to Mm do that. Yeah. I mean, and I think. And that's normal. It's totally normal. And I would be surprised to hear from a teacher that doesn't know what we're talking yeah.
0: about you know? <laughs> everyone <laughs> everybody, and if they they do they say uh-uh they're lying yeah <laughs> but they're and, not telling i the
1: mean truth. and i think so. that whole imposter syndrome idea like so many people deal with it it's like unreal how many people deal Just with a, a level of that in yeah and yeah, every spectrum and i deal with it and like everybody um and it's just yeah it's literally just trying to take a step back and realize what we do know and also be honest about what we don't know
0: yeah and i was going to say what you yeah cuz we talk about it a lot is continuing our journey like mm-hmm. always learning always practicing always having our own our own time in our pilates with our teacher cuz i think that yeah helps keep that confidence and that imposter syndrome where you're like, I'm continuing to learn and it's not, you're just not stuck back when you graduated your teacher training.
1: Yeah. And you know that you're continuing to learn and improving and getting better. And there's no end point. It's just a constant journey. Which is great. Yeah. I mean, when, when we started working together, you started teaching me, I'd already been practicing Pilates 20 years or whatever. And I'm continuing to learn and yeah. improve my own practice, and how like learning. You know, we're learning from each other, learning from other teachers other always. Teachers, always. Yeah.
0: I mean, I used to love. I can't anymore because my mentor passed. But I would go back to my home studio, which is what I called his studio, and um, with breaks that I had, and I would just sit in the studio and watch mm. and listen because I was always. I mean, I was graduated. I was sort I was out, but I always learned something. Yeah, just by being in that space totally. and listening. And I still have students that graduated that do the same thing. They'll text me, "Can I come observe your client?" That's fantastic. And I'm like, "Yes," because and you've been in here mm-hmm. when they're like, "Can we watch to I'm like, "Hi." <laughs> <laughs> but I just think that's like something that that even observation of teachers is something you should always continue mm-hmm. to kind of.
1: Just keep fostering it. Yeah, yeah. Keep,
0: keep learning that way.
1: Yeah, and I think that really does help um, that level of fear. Just continuing to learn,
0: mm-hmm. um, feeding your soul of teaching.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a big, big one.
0: It's a big one, and just knowing that every single teacher feels that way.
1: Yeah, I think that point. really helps. Yeah,
0: because yeah. it's like it's it's the same thing when you go through teacher training, and everyone's like, you know. Oh, I've been there, and it it is. You you remember being. You remember all that. You remember Mm -hmm. how you felt during this part of it and this part of it. So everyone's been in it. Yeah. And everyone's had that first client. Everyone's been in their first studio. Everyone's then your next studio. You're the new person. (laughs) Yeah, but I think I I think that's pretty much just continuing to
1: learn too. Yeah, yeah. I think the main idea of it is, um, everybody is always going to feel that mm-hmm. <laughs> you're always going to feel a little fear always. and, um, knowing that that's totally fine, normal and almost good. Because like you said at the beginning, like that shows that you care. Yeah. And then with more experience, it changes and changes how we feel that bit of scared, yeah. fear stuff. And so experience makes a difference. Getting the certificate of completion and mm-hmm. certificate help um, close that circle and give you that groundedness.
0: And I also think you hit a good point when you talked about what you don't know, because I think that yeah. also helps you in your confidence with your client mm-hmm. if they're going, "Oh, I'm feeling this," or "I don't understand this and that." I heard, and and you don't know, and for you say, "You know what? I'm not sure. Let's mm-hmm. let's figure this out." Then they're like, oh, okay, instead yeah. of you pretending making something and making up. something up, yeah. then that will eat at your confidence. Yeah,
1: because you know you're making, you know something, you're making <laughs> something
0: up. So I think those moments, too, are Completely. key. Yeah. And I always say, yeah. I, it's like, you know, I don't know, I'm not a doctor.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know,
0: I can't see into your body, but let's yeah. you know, figure this out. Kind yeah. of movement pattern, not fixing this whatever yeah
1: no and then that's it's so true because i feel like i when i was really young and like first starting teaching and a lot of people feel this way like you just feel like you're supposed to know everything and have an answer for everything and once i maybe matured a little bit or had more experience when i realized that i could say i don't know Mm -hmm. i actually do distinctly remember this feeling of feeling more confident and powerful Mm and my being able to say to someone i don't know the answer to that but I can look it up for yeah, you. I can exactly. do some research for you. I, and maybe I can't find out. Mm-hmm. But, but let's see. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, yeah, that's okay. Just I feeling like honest. Honest. Yeah. Honest and authentic. Honest and
0: authentic. <laughs> Be your authentic self. Um, so the last question, because we
1: only had two. <laughs> well, was, we put all the other ones about, <laughs> yeah. in the
0: next episode, is, um, and it comes from Bettina in Texas. And her question was, did you write
1: it? So about the MPCP certificate. In in taking
0: the exam, she wanted to know if it was detrimental. Like, did it matter how you were taught, meaning traditional, classical, contemporary, fusion, whatever school you came from? Was that going to hurt you in the exam and the way they phrase things? For
1: the questions. For the
0: questions. And the point is no. um, Because... They have to make it um, where everyone, I mean, all over the world, different Mm -hmm. countries as well, and different styles of teaching and different schools are all coming to sit for this test. So it can't be so particular, um, but also that test is more about... Precautions and contraindications and that they're not going deeply into a setup of something unless it's to give you an idea of like safety or whatever.
1: Yeah. Unless it's like a very, um, common exercise. So there shouldn't,
0: they're not going to use something that you're like, I don't know what that is. It's like, you know, rarely egg beater or something like that. that. Um, and the other thing is, I know there was one when I took it because I'd been out teaching for a long time by the time they came around, and I remember reading it, not knowing what the name of that exercise like, it wasn't in my vocabulary, but I just read the description of where the client was, what the setup was, and then I was like, oh, that's what they're talking about. You can
1: make sense of it. So you can make sense of, so it. Make sense of yeah. it that way. Um, but it is supposed to be, it's an overarching umbrella exactly. certification for all, all Pilates schools. teachers, yeah. all schools of Pilates. Um, so and that so, shouldn't matter right. in terms of passing mm-hmm. or
0: understanding. Um, it's also multiple choice. Mm-hmm. So you can, can kind of like sense. decipher. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and, and it's also one of those things that's a lot of like,
1: what's the best answer here? Yeah. What do you think is the best answer? Of yeah, in this situation, because some of the questions, I remember helping one of our friends studying mm-hmm. more recently than I took it, Um, and and I was looking through some of the questions. And I was like, you know what? Some of these, because her confidence was a little shaken with some of it. Like, oh, I don't know the answer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, pick the one you think is the best. best. And because some they of them, all could have worked. Yeah, some of them they all can work, but if you can deduce and rationalize. And look through it, say, oh, well, you know what? If I had to pick the very best, best one,
0: this would be yeah. it. Yeah. And I think um, it's, it's unnerving because you're taking this test. That's yeah. not going to certify you, right? But but they don't want you to fail. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, they, they have to be really conscious of the fact that they have people from all over the world, all these different schools, all taking this test. Mm-hmm. So it has yeah. to be worded in a way that no matter where you came from.
1: You understand, yeah. So any any of the Pilates methodologies, so yeah. classical, traditional, contemporary fusion.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, if you have that foundation and knowing the history, because
0: yeah. they're they're probably going to ask questions on yeah on that or Joseph Pilates or mm-hmm. you know.
1: But the their um, their study guide is fantastic. Yeah. It's actually, I actually, after I was helping our friend study, I actually went and bought the updated study guide of it because I was like, this is actually a really good reference for teachers. And what's
0: funny is because, um, I was one of their schools and they're kind of redoing it. So I got an email the other day asking if I wanted any study guides or materials. I'm like, yes, send me everything, whatever you've got, send it. it." It's just
1: great reference materials. They have really good, like summaries and overviews of certain things.
0: And the study guide, obviously, is going to give you more confidence because yeah. you'll see how the questions are worded yep. or or what the thought process is in terms of what they're asking for. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, so and it's it helpful. Great. it's really helpful to study with somebody who's already taken it. Mm-hmm. Um, and if anyone needs help studying... Send oh, well. us an email yeah.
0: and DM us. We'll, we'll, <laughs> well help you study. Yeah.
1: But even though we took it a long time ago. But I actually had a lot of fun helping our friend study yeah. last year. Yeah. She felt much better after.
0: Yeah. And I mean, for me, when I had to take it, um, it was the anatomy that was freaking me out.
1: Yep. Yeah. For a lot of people. Yeah. Because yeah. I'd
0: been teaching and, and I mean, you're like, oh my God, what are they going to ask me? Yeah. And I remember another teacher who'd been teaching with me as long as I have, and we both were going to take it, and she was freaking out.
1: (laughs) 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 Yeah, I mean, it's, again, it's it's anatomy that should be pretty um, basic basic and uh, connects to what we do. Do. And again, (laughs) helping this friend study, she similarly was getting um, stressed out about the anatomy portion. and. Um, I come from a heavy anatomy background in my studies, and she's like, how do you know all this stuff? And I was like, I still, still study, I still study mm-hmm. and I didn't know it all when I took the test. Nope. And it, the studying, and over time, and you learn, and again, the study guide. It's fantastic. Yeah.
0: Because I feel like when you're taking the test and you're a new teacher it's more about memorizing the anatomy and not really like understanding yeah. what you're doing in terms yeah. of that. And then yeah. that comes later as you dive deeper and you do special courses and you do special topics. Yeah. It just all. takes time. It takes time. Yeah. It's like, you know,
1: you get that embodied knowledge with time. We start time. to understand it physically as you're doing yeah, it more. You're teaching. Yeah. yeah.
0: But it, it's very basic anatomy because it's just enough for you know, for the public to know you will keep the client safe. You know, precautions and contraindications on injuries. Yeah. You're not gonna do anything that's gonna like send that client to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, please know. <laughs> <laughs> anything like that. But those were the two questions that we that we picked, picked for you guys for this episode. And all the other ones are going in our next episode. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what, there you go. how to handle difficult clients. Was that what we decided? It was kind of going to be basically kind yeah. of like the, maybe the topic, the title of it right now, but we might change it. Yeah,
1: but it's next next year. Our first episode is going to be January. on difficult conversations with clients. That's it,
0: difficult conversations and with
1: clients. It'll encompass a few different things that we've mentioned in other episodes, some boundaries, some tough things to deal with. Tough that. conversations. Yeah, that a yeah. lot of people, a lot of teachers deal with, uh, with clients that some of them are things we've been dealing with more currently right now than <laughs> our own clients. And so we will, we'll, we'll, we'll share, share those. That. Yeah. But for this episode, we have, we have our a sponsor. sponsor, which is bum ba da, bum Ooh. Susie Sloth and her secret superpower, We have Pilates exercises and breath work practices. And it's by
0: Charlotte Marsh,
1: who's actually a Pilates teacher. Yep. And she reached out to
0: us before it was even published. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it on Kindle. Mm -hmm. Um, But... Tell it, tell, it's, tell so, it. So, it's so, so sweet. Cute.
1: We really, really love this. Um, it's a book for kids mm-hmm. um, on Pilates and breathwork, but it's also a, a really great reference for uh, other Pilates teachers, breathwork coaches, yeah, um, other kinds of therapists, um, and like. People in healthy movement habits, and it's gotten a lot of really great reviews. Um, I forget a how lot. long it's been out so far, it came but came out. That I think long. it came
0: out in October. Like yeah. it hasn't been out that long, and it's already doing really
1: well. And it's so cute. It's illustrated. They're and really. Who doesn't love a flock? I know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just such sweet um, it's illustrations. Got illustrations. Yeah, and so right. the kids can can connect to it, but also just for us looking at it, it's really fun and colorful and and adorable. Um and there's just easy to follow instructions um about breath work and healthy habits um and Pilates and, and there, so
0: and there's Susie sloth, but she also has like uh animal friends yeah in there, which other is nice. like elephant or- orangutans cheetahs. yeah <laughs> <laughs> and um I just I think it's such a good idea, and um Charlotte being a Pilates teacher <laughs> mm-hmm. and um kind of a Pilates coach who, who really wanted to kind of go into this breathing and and children's book. It's just perfect, yeah. I
1: think. I don't know. I could be wrong, but I don't know of any other Pilates books geared towards kids.
0: Well, Jenna Zafina had one. Um, Hiroshio
1: was her dog. Oh. And it was
0: Hiroshi, Hir- Hiroshio Moves. Um, that was cute, but it was more about, like, movement Pilates, where I feel like this one is more about the breath work breath and the work. movement. yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, and the the breathing techniques. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's really lovely.
0: So go on Amazon, check it out. It's um by Charlotte Marsh
1: It's Susie, Susie Sloth, Sloth and, and her secret, secret. superpower.
0: <laughs> so um yeah, so thank you, Charlotte Marsh, and we love
1: it. And so go check it out.
0: And thank you everyone for listening. Thank you for a wonderful
1: 2024. Well, it has been 2023.
0: Three. We're going into 2024. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. See, we're, we're like two weeks. Yeah, we're like a oh, holiday season. We're so, both taking off the, the, the Christmas. That last
1: week, y- week which, of the year. As you can tell, we probably <laughs> at this point. So have happy holidays. Happy New Year. Yes. Join oh, us keep, next year. And
0: keep following us on Instagram because we're going to do our, our, we decided not to do quotes, but we decided to do something else. We'll do
1: a little live uh, wrap-up of the year with little quote snippets from. Quote snippets. Yeah. That's what it was. Yes. Our favorite quotes of the year. Of the year. <laughs>
0: yeah. So enjoy. Thank you for listening. Oh, and we forgot to even say we had theme music, but we did. Oh, we will, of course. Yeah, and then it will come on again at this (laughs) point. So, bye. bye! Bye! Bye!